Zen Parenting Radio, I'm not going to sing or play the piano or play the guitar. That's too bad. I know. I know. Um, I need to be um, emotionally invested, and I'm not emotionally invested into my piano work, or as I like to call it, tickling the ivories. But you know what? You are emotionally invested in playing the piano, just not right this minute. Not right this moment. And I say that just because you're still playing all the time. So if you're not emotionally invested, I would hate to see what being emotionally invested looks like. Uh, Yeah, it's just right now I'm not feeling it. Okay. That's the best I can do. You know what I'm feeling? What are you feeling? Warm weather. I know. It's very, very nice here in Chicagoland area. And you know, speaking of, um, one of our daughters was telling us that we should discuss the weather. Yeah, how come we never talk about the weather? Well, she she thought we should give weather reports. Um, that's good. <laughs> so the weather today is sunny and beautiful and 84 degrees. It is. I don't think she quite understands what we do on this radio show. She just knows we're on the radio and wants to know if we discuss weather. So yes, 84 degrees, beautiful. Maybe she equates um, radio with news, and on the news you hear ra- uh, weather reports. Exactly, and that's why so she So maybe we'll give a, a sports update too next time. Uh, okay, because you want to talk about how well the Sox are doing? Well... I'd rather not. We'll <laughs> how, about, how about the Cubs for the Cubs other are not Chicago doing fans? as badly. Yeah. Um, but this show is pre-taped, so there might be uh, uh, some lag time in between. So for all I know, maybe the Sox are on a hot winning streak by the time that this goes over. Wouldn't that be great? And you know, I heard on the news yesterday that Cubs seats aren't selling. Yes, yes, they're having a hard time. The Northsiders are finally getting smart and um, not going there without any discretion towards whether or not their team is uh, capable of winning or not. And you know what I heard they're going to do? What? And And I, I was listening to your sports radio because that's all I could get in the car I was driving. Right. But they were talking about that they are going to discount beer in the bleachers, like to $3. Wow. Go from like... 12 ounces to 8 ounces or something, or and or 16 ounces to 12 ounces, and make it $3. And that could be a really big recipe for disaster. It sounds like you'd have to, well, I guess you get the vendors out there, so it's maybe not that big of a deal, because I'm thinking you'd have to get that many more cups of beer. If, you, if you're planning on drinking, say, 85 ounces of beer that day, <laughs> then, um, you know, I don't I do the math, but 12 ounces, it's only, whatever, 7 or 8 cups, and uh, with an 8-ouncer, you got to get up, like, 14 times. Well, and the thing is, is it all may balance out, mm-hmm. meaning they're going to make it sound cheap, but right. the truth is the cup is smaller. But regardless, they're pulling out new tricks yes. to get people to the ballpark, whereas when I was living in Chicago, it I couldn't get a seat for yeah. the life of me. Yeah, you had to claw and fight for a, for a ticket. We don't claw and fight that much for our White Sox tickets. No, I've been I've been asked by uh, friends to invest in season tickets for the White Sox, and I think that's silly because you can get tickets whenever you want. I know, and it's fun. And Great it's, ballpark. That's right. Chicago. You Cellular, also known as Comiskey Park. That's right. Um, update. Last week we talked about Change, and actually I told you what my favorite song was of all time, Change by Blind Melon. And in that show, you said that you didn't want to give your favorite song. You wanted seven days to <laughs> contemplate. Now, I purposely did not bring this up in preparation of the show because I wanted to hear what your favorite song is without you overthinking it. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, the person who comes to my mind is Sarah McLaughlin all the time because everything by her is my favorite. Um, is all the time the name of the song? <laughs> no, but I can't think of a song by her. Every time a song by her comes out, I love it. She is probably the singer that I most identify with. I really like her writing, and I just I feel it. You know I what I think? Music. I think you didn't do your homework. Okay, do you want me to pick one yes. of her songs? You totally are throwing me I know. under the bus. Yes. Um Let's see. I would choose "World Is on Fire." World is on fire. Sarah mm-hmm. McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Um, I it 
it speaks to me very deeply. I have an emotional response to that song. I've never even heard of that song. Well, that's that's your issue problem. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of my favorite song. I have because we have eight versions of it. Like I mentioned, Todd downs, downloads every version of a song. I used to when I was stealing music, but right. now I pay for music. And so we'll be listening to music, and it'll come on again, and it'll come on again just differently or acoustic. I will play the song for you. It's a wonderful song, and it's it's deep. Imagine that. And it's just about not being able, it's being conscious of what you take on in the world. Are you and going to sing it for us right now? I'm not. What I'm if not. I had paid you a dollar? Uh, that's not enough. Two dollars? Do you know how wish how much I wish I was a good singer? Do you know how much I wish I could sing it in this microphone? I think that's what I really wanted to Maybe do. you haven't tapped into that part of you yet. <laughs> I, I haven't. So You don't have to be good to do it. Just like golf. I'm a horrible golfer. You're but I still. Horrible. I'm pretty much horrible. I've been playing since I was seven years old, and I can't break 90. That's pretty bad. Okay. Well, see, I don't know if that's good or bad. Okay. Just like you don't know my song, I don't know golf scores. What about the time that you played the par three with me one time, and I got a seven and you got a six? That just shows that I'm good. And how bad I am. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ugh, I can't stand it. Now I'm frustrated. I know. It just gets you all worked up. I am so worked up. <laughs> Go take those lessons. Oh, forget it. I'm done. All right. I'm We're taking... See, the thing about singing is I'm already doing a lot of things that I love right now, which is a blessing. I feel very blessed to do that. And singing will come. My my roommates um, from uh, post-college, Megan and Jess and Lara, got me singing, le- singing lessons. They bought me singing lessons because they knew how much I wanted to sing, but I never used them. Um, it was at a time that I wasn't willing to go there. But I'll go there. Okay. I have no doubt. All right. So okay. anyway, that's my song, and I'm sticking to it. This week, uh, oh, we're brought to you by Avid Company, uh, painting, remodeling, Chicagoland area, uh, 630-956-1800. Make sure you give them a call. All right. Um, we are talking about paradigm shifts this week. Yeah. And that's a lot of syllables and pretty big words, and I don't like big words that much. I know. Well, let's simplify paradigm shift Please. so people don't turn off and stop listening. Yes. Basically, it's just shifting your thinking from one thing to another. So it's a shift in your thinking where you can view something from a different way, where the thing didn't change, mm-hmm. just the way you look at it okay. changed. All right. That makes sense. So it's not like you're changing your thoughts from one one, one object to another. You're actually keeping focused on the same object or idea but you're just looking at it in maybe a different way your thoughts shift can i give i'll give you an example um this morning i woke up and i felt kind of like something's going on today there's a disturbance in the force i felt a disturbance but wait let me here's a paradigm shift with that i was like i feel something and my old response would be oh I wonder if this is going to be a tough day or I wonder if something's going to go wrong. And then I thought, you know, this is all my work in action here, all my tools in action. I thought maybe it's going to be a fabulous day and something really cool is going to happen. There you go. And you want to know what happened? What? My mood. I was like in the best mood. I was like, girls, let's walk to school and let's do this. It was a complete shift in the way I think. Instead of thinking, ooh, I'm feeling something, it must be bad. Mm -hmm. I thought, hey, I'm feeling something. What? are the endless possibilities of wonderful things that could happen to me today. So why was that different than maybe another day? I mean, I mean, why did you just decide? I mean, it sounded like what you just described was you decided that today was going to be a good day. Yeah. You just made that decision. I did a paradigm shift. I felt, I think that the, the feeling that I had in old school me, I would have assumed that the feeling that I was having meant that something, it was going to be a tough day. Mm-hmm. And instead, I was like, what, what's that all about? So what was it about today that gave you the strength to decide 
that it was going to be a good day? I have been for a long time, I can't even put a number of years on it anymore because I think I've been doing it forever, been working very hard to focus on the good things in my life mm-hmm. and to focus on what's, po- it, it, when you say focus on the positive, that sounds too generic, mm-hmm. but to really d- discover tools to focus on what is working, what is going well, um, what what I have to be grateful for, you know, what um, what my dreams are, what I'm focused on. That's what I've been working on for the last 10 or 15 years in myself. And it takes work because a lot of our um, thinking has been set up to be negative. Right. If that be by just life and mm-hmm. the culture we live in or the media or our upbringing or whatever, a lot of our focus can be negative. And I've been working very hard. That's why I, that's what I write about. That's what we talk about in the show. That's kind of I know that's my purpose in life is to talk about these things. Sidebar. Please. You talked about negative stuff and how it kind of creeps in. Yeah. Whenever we watch a show at 9 o'clock, they always have the preview for the 10 o'clock news. (laughs) And we always laugh. And and this is going to come out sounding funny but or weird. But they talk about, oh, this house burned down and this family was in it. Or there was a rape in the city. or Three children drowned. Three children drowned. And, you know, it's just... <laughs> and Todd will always look at me after and he'll go, I'm excited to watch yeah, that. can't wait to see that. So I guess the moral story is we don't watch the 10 o'clock news. No, we don't I, watch news. I watch the national news almost every day just to keep up to date with the um, world events. But local Chicago news and probably local any big city news is the most brutal half hour of all time. It's the most negative thing in the world. And, you know, what people say to me often is, um, well, but that's what's going on in the world. You need to know. Well, that's part of what's going on in the world. Yeah, that's a small a part. But there's a million other things going on in the world that are fantastic and wonderful and beautiful and mm-hmm. uplifting and inspiring. And so we have to make a choice. Are we going to watch the 10 o'clock news and make that be our, our view of the world? That's what we're going to focus on? That's our lens? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to say, no, I prefer to focus on things that actually inspire me and help me get up in the morning and feel good about what the day is going to be? I am calling for a boycott right now for all of our listeners. This is our first boycott. No more 10 o'clock news for any of our listeners. I challenge you to not watch the 10 o'clock news for a week. Just a week, right. And see if it changes the way you wake up in or the let, or vice versa when you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. don't turn on the news right listen like um, you've been listening to piano music lately not your own but right no yeah I, professional no on Pandora they Pandora is so awesome yeah. because you can put in pretty much anything you want and I put in uh, just solo piano music and when I'm making the girls breakfast or doing whatever I'm doing there is just a light piano music in the background, and it's just a very soothing way to start the day. I would used to put either loud music on or maybe put some talk radio on, and that carries an energy that is not in anybody's highest good. So especially in the beginning of the day, it's just it's so important to start the day out on a on a good note and soothing piano music or you know whatever music is inspirational. Start with what that. What makes you feel good, what right? What makes you feel good. What tugs at your heartstrings. Right. And um, that is a good way to get the day going. Right. You start off on that foot. Mm-hmm. And so, you, again, I'll use the word lens. Mm-hmm. The way you're viewing the day already mm-hmm. starts out on a good note. It doesn't mean nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You may have challenges along the way, but maybe you have more capacity, greater tools to deal with things because you started out on the right foot. Right. You know what a lot of people do, Todd, is they think, I'm just not going to expect anything so I'm not disappointed. Right. How often do you hear that from people? Quite where, often. Yeah, where people say, I'm not going to expect anything. I'm just going to you know, just assume the worst and so I don't get disappointed. And the thing is, is if you really do, do go through your life assuming the worst or assuming that things aren't going to go your way, most of the time they're not. Right. 
um, for many reasons, which I could get into the very deep energetic reasons mm-hmm. of the pull of the universe. Right. <laughs> or I could just get into the way that you're thinking. You're just going to view things from the point of view that nothing's going to work out for you. Right. And, you know, no matter what, even if we think positively every second of the day, we're going to have challenges. Sure. But I think we'll get we'll have more ability to deal with them if we can assume that life is meant to be good. Right. We're supposed to experience joy. Yeah. I don't think we were, you know, on we're on this earth to suffer all the mm-hmm. time. Do we suffer sometimes? Yep. Sure. We have to deal with that. We have to deal with grief and, and challenges and issues and sadness. But we also are meant to find our joy. Mm-hmm. And I think that as, that is a big part of what Zen Parenting Radio is about. It's a big part of what I write about. I would like to share that message. Well, and you even do tools like you put up on our, the ceiling of our bedroom. You wrote in a small piece of paper, small piece of paper, and you put it on the ceiling. It's just a smile. Yeah. In purple, which is my favorite yes, color. Yes, I did that for you. And I wake up, and that's the first thing I see. And you know, sometimes I feel like smiling, sometimes I don't. But the bottom line is, it's a reminder. Yeah. To smile, for goodness right. sakes. And I don't think you did that for me. You probably did that for us or Cameron. Or I did whoever. it for you. Do you notice it's on your side because you were reading that that author that you love, Thich Nhat Hanh. Yeah. Yeah, you can say his name better than I. Yeah, he's and some Vietnamese Buddhist monk. And he's the, awesome. The dude is awesome. And um, but he, he he always talks about you know smile mm-hmm. through the fear, smile when you wake up. It it's like you're gonna feel the fear anyway. So mm-hmm. do you want to go into cowering or mm-hmm. do you want to smile right. and realize that there are possibilities and there is help and mm-hmm. there is support. And that's one small tool that you can that we can do. And you know we talked about you know the evening news and the morning news or whatever how you end your day and how you start your day. If you could maybe make a small shift on how you either end your day on a positive note, whether it's listening to soothing music or inspirational music, or you start your day, you know, not listening to, you know, some loud, noisy guy on talk radio. The arguing people. Yeah, if you can bookend your day with inspirational things, Mm -hmm. it might make a change for the middle of your day. Yeah, things that feel good. Yeah. You know, for me, sometimes it is music, you know, or it may be music that's fun or loud, but Mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter what it is. That's up to you. That's your own self-care. You decide for yourself. You don't have to go out and get piano music. That's Todd. Right. Um, but you find what works for you, mm-hmm. and instead of thinking I must be tuned in to everything that's going on in the world, right. it's not going anywhere. Right. You can read the paper later in the day if you need to know. Right. Just start your day on a positive note. Right. So let's talk about more paradigm shifts so they can get some a better idea. Well, in preparation of the show, we were going to um, transition into how we have pet peeves towards one <laughs> yes. another. And I think it'll be kind of funny, or at least, you know, to let the audience in to hear how, you know, what I hear a lot is, oh, you guys make it sound so easy and everything is perfect in your marriage and your family. And of course, that is not true. Nothing is ever perfect, but it's pretty darn good. It's good. But having said that, there are certain things that you do that drive me up a wall, and there are certain things that I do that drive you up a wall. Where, who's starting? You, you, s- you. you start. Okay. So, I, I can just jump but, right in. But can you maybe say why, how this pulls into paradigm shift, yes. or should we explain be, it afterwards? Yeah, no. What I, the reason we're doing this, we're not doing this just to be funny or to rip on each other. That would there would be no positive intention in that. It's to show you the kind of things that Todd and I do to function together productively. Meaning, right. there are certain things about Todd that drive me crazy, but I try to do a paradigm shift with it and look at it a different way and realize that the thing about him maybe hasn't changed but the way I look at it has changed. The example I'll give is we talk about this a lot, but Thrifty McSaves a lot. He's so Todd is so focused on saving money and so 
financially concerned that no matter what issue I bring to his attention, I look at him and I can see in his eyes that his first thought goes to the money of it. It does. You know, like I, you know, if the girls have an appointment or we, I want to go somewhere and I'll say, hey, I'm going to do this. I can see the do, 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 do in his head counting out the dollars of how much that's going to cost. Right. Now that's a pet peeve of mine because I feel like he's kind of missing the boat on I'm missing the, the good the joy stuff of because life. the first thing I go to is, is the money. cost right. and money. But I will also say that when I shift my thinking on that, if I can handle that moment, usually he gets through it and says, okay, you know, we can work this out. So he, it usually works out anyway. But if I shift my thinking on that, I am so thankful to you that you are so money conscious because it has allowed us to live in a way that is comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, not, way, not above our means, not in an extravagant way, but you are so on top of money that it allows me the freedom to not worry about right, it. Right, yeah. I, so, I carry that for you, whereas you carry a lot of other stuff for me right. emotionally. Right. Um, but the money part is something that I probably carry for you. So, so it's my cross of, to bear for instead you. Instead of asking Todd to necessarily change or get angry at him every time the, the dollar signs start to go off in his eyes, I try and do a shift in my thinking and think, well, that comes with the territory if I want to be with someone who is, you know, thoughtful about money and allows our family to be um, safely taken care of mm-hmm. if financially. Right. I mean, and you know, these are the, um, you know, these are the gifts. It's, you know, like they say, when you marry someone, sometimes the things that you love about them the most, the things that you just are like, I, I can't get enough of it, are the things that eventually annoy you right. later on. Right. And, um, and, and we have to be thoughtful about that and, and hold on to the good parts of what we see in our significant other. And, you know, we're talking about each other, but this is with our kids, too. Right. I hope if there's enough time in the show, we can give some examples with children, too. Right. But, you know, you can look at your child and say, oh, that's really annoying, but then flip it over and say, actually, that's a great trait in the long run. Right. Um, so go ahead. You're next. The dishwasher. Yes. Okay. The water comes from the bottom of it. Oh, my goodness. All right? And we have bowls, cereal bowls, because we eat a lot of cereal. Yes. And you point the cereal bowls facing up. I point them sideways, well, not facing up. You <laughs> Sometimes they flip up. No, they're they're heavy ceramic bowls. <laughs> they don't just magically flip up because of the they, water pressure. Oh, you want to make a bet? Yeah, I'll bet water, you a dollar. Sh- I'll bet you a dollar right now. When it shoots up can from you, the can bottom. Can I hear that noise effect one more time? <laughs> I want to hear that noise effect. Because we got such an expensive dishwasher. I bought we a got cheap, the cheapest I bought dishwasher. A cheap dishwasher because I thought we we're selling the house and we're going to stick it. We're going to stick it to the guys who bought the house. Nice. And now, now nice, that we're staying, nice intention. Yeah, not very um, good. Okay. Anyway, so would you just please point it down? Okay. Point it down. Okay, paradigm shift that one. And for you me. and you'll put like a big, huge bowl in the bottom, which is the most valuable real estate in that dishwasher. That's because the bowl doesn't fit on top because I can't push I know, the... but wash the bowls by hand, the big ones, okay, because it takes too I much... that's the I don't like to do. Yeah, it takes up too much space right. in that little crappy dishwasher okay. we bought. yeah. So I don't know how this ties into it, but, but the dishwasher. Okay, can you do a paradigm shift of that? What makes that... That is great. <laughs> I love the fact that you don't do the dishwasher right because... It turn that means or turn your thinking around with that, that you don't care about stuff. No. <laughs> it means that you 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 what assume do you mean I don't care about stuff. It means that you think it'll eventually things will work out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as good as mine. How about that I'm I'm a little I'm low maintenance. You're carefree. 
Okay, I'm moving on to my next one. That, right. that was a bad yeah, yeah. shift. I just, I just want to focus on the bowls and the dishwasher. Okay, I know you do. You just are looking for opportunities to bring it up yes. at every occasion. This is my platform. Okay, so my other one would be that when something happens, you tend to not have emotional response. I just got emotional about the dishwasher. <laughs> this is my other one. Todd is, um, as we've talked about on the show before, if you've listened, he's... Um, He's very middle of the line. He's Numb. never too high. He's never too low. So something really great will happen, and uh, he's like, great. Yep. <laughs> he's cool. like, all right. And so I'll be like, hey, mm-hmm. this is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, like that um, Saturday Night Live thing where Kristen Wiig is yeah, the lottery right. woman, and she's yeah. giving them the check, and she's they don't care. She's trying to get very excited. Well, that's kind of who I become. I'm like, hey, isn't this great? And you just don't have a response. And then on the flip side of that, something negative happens, and you kind of don't go there with me where right. I need to get sad um, or really be like, oh, my gosh, can you believe this? You're like, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, and I think um, I think the lesson is that for money and for the emotion, I need to claim this as something that does exist instead of pretend that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think that's step one because that that might make it easier for you to work through, you know, the the pet peeves of mine. Like if I just pretend it's not there, that'll probably annoy you and get you mad even faster. Whereas if I say, you know what, I am tight with money. You know what, I do tend to stay flatlined. You take responsibility yeah, for Yeah, I have to take responsibility things. for it. And and my paradigm shift in that is that what is nice about your emotional, I'll call it stability, even though you know that there's other issues there, is that you have, in our experience together, have been a rock for me mm-hmm. because I am a little more emotionally volatile. Right. I go, I can go really high mm-hmm. and I can go really low in, in a healthy way, mm-hmm. you know, not, not out of control, but where I can be, you know, get so excited about something or, you know, get really sad about something and you're, you're a nice, Rock yeah, like if, like if like if like if something great were to happen and then we both go off the deep end, right. that's not good. Or it, it probably works better with the sadness. Like say if something really bad happens and then you and I are both complete basket cases, right? That's probably not really good either, right? So that's the thing is sometimes when I think, oh, he won't go there with me, he won't get excited with me about this. Mm-hmm. I think to myself, well, when you really need him to be stable in a rock, mm-hmm. he has that capability, and that's a gift. Right. So that's my paradigm shift in the way I think about your emotional responses. Nice job. Okay, you're two for two on okay, paradigm. Okay, yeah. Shifts. Do you have another one? Uh, yes. Um, it's when I start the car, <laughs> and you have the music so. I was gonna swear so darn loud, uh-huh. and you know, it's just very, very loud. Yeah. And if you're not expecting that, it's a little upsetting. And I don't know why it upsets upsetting. me. Does it really? Is it upsetting? Yes, it's oh, a little upsetting goodness. to me. Okay. And uh, it just drives me crazy. Like, just turn it down a little bit. Like it. Like if if we're in the driveway and I turn the car on and it's morning, <laughs> it will wake somebody up. In the bedroom in the house. Yeah. That's how loud it is because you like to listen to your music so loud. I do. And it drives me nuts. Okay. That's my pet peeve. Okay, paradigm shift that. Paradigm please. shifting on the fly is that I love you because you like loud music. <laughs> you are so bad. <laughs> paradigm shift is that you enjoy life. Oh my gosh, the generalities. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I should help you with this, yet I don't, I shouldn't the be helping paradigm you with this because you're shift. supposed to be modeling this behavior for your fellow dads. The, the paradigm shift is that. Is that I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the paradigm shift is that it's great that you enjoy life. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
<laughs> How about I'm going to help? Yeah, okay? please help. That um, I tend not to see the lesson. I like to rock out and have fun. That's what I, I said. You enjoy loud music. I know, but you're talking so general. You're like you, well, you're, you're a words, carefree. You're a wordsmith. I'm not. Okay. You, you enjoy loud music. You're a wordsmith. Um, I like to dance and have fun and mm-hmm. listen to fun yeah, party music, and we like to go out and have a good time, and that's what I like to listen to that kind of music. I know, time. and I love that part about you. Just turn the music down before you get out. Okay. Okay, so Please. you kind of, on the first try... You give me a D? I would give you a D on this one, i give you a C. And I give you A pluses all the time on everything. Oh, honey, thanks. Um, no okay, so let's do a paradigm shift with a child. Okay. Okay, so people can understand what's going on. So a lot of um, parents will come to me and say things like, um, my child is so stubborn, my child is so um, difficult, they always want to do things their way, they always... Um, you know, they don't listen to me. And while there are challenges in there that need to be dealt with as far as respecting authority and such, I try and help parents see things from another way and focus on the strengths of their child. For example, their child obviously has some really innate leadership abilities. Right. Their child obviously has a great um, head on their shoulders where they have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They have... Um, Leadership capabilities? Not just leadership capabilities. They have a strong, you know, mind about things. Strong they know what they want. Yeah. Yes, they know what they want. And they're not weak. They don't... They don't... They're not weak-minded. Yeah. They're, they, and so this child who may not be, you know, the greatest listener sometimes and who can be stubborn could also be the child that when other children are trying to coerce them into something or peer pressure, they'll say no. Yeah, he'll They'll think firm. for themselves. Yeah. And so... Does that necessarily get rid of the challenges of a child who's stubborn? No, but it helps you shift your focus and say, oh, wait a second, this is not all so bad. Mm -hmm. You know, or the child who kind of flits from thing to thing, who, um, you know, can't stay focused on one thing for too long. And we're talking about typical things, not an ADHD diagnosis, but like where, you know, they're going from one thing to the next and then they want to do this and then they want to do paints and then they want to, that, you know, and that can be annoying because they're all over the place. But they also have this great creativity Mm -hmm. and this amazing way to, um, you know, come up with new ideas and inspiration. And I'm telling you guys, that's what children need for the future you know going back to what we were talking about with education we need children to think out of the box and be creative and um, have new ideas so those are just two very simple ways that you can shift some of your thinking about things going on with your family what about that lady that um, went to one of our classes way back when and and had all these issues with her daughter not wanting to go to school oh yeah and this comes up all the time you know kids not wanting to go to school um, you know, and I think in this situation, she was, her daughter just was having a hard time going in and the mom was so concerned about it. And the daughter was like six or right, seven she's really or whatever. Young. Yeah. And the mom was so concerned about it, just like many of us can be. Um, but when we started to focus on, you know, trying to shift her thinking to, you know, maybe she just needs some extra time or maybe she's just one of those kids who needs, um... Uh, extra time moving into something mm-hmm. or she needs uh, extra support when she does something. Well, and I think one of the suggestions that we gave to her saying, well, what about letting her come home for lunch a few days a week? Right. And that way the uh, her going into school, she knows she's going to see you in a few hours for a little bit and, you know, break it up. So 
she, uh, she, I think that lady was just worrying so much. It kind of got her. There was something wrong with her daughter. Right, and there was. I, and, and I think so many parents, that's what they're concerned about. And we've had these experiences too, where your child is doing something that maybe you don't view as typical or right. normal or ordinary. And when someone else says, hey, mm-hmm. look at this a different way, or it's not that big of a deal, all of a sudden your thinking shifts. Your child didn't change. Right. Your thinking shift, and all of a sudden you feel better. Yeah. And, you know, there is a. Um, quote from, I think it's A Course in Miracles. I, I heard this quote from Marianne Williamson. She's getting a lot of play on her show. I talk about her a lot. But I think it was from A Course in Miracles that the actual definition of a miracle is a shift in your thinking. Mm. That sometimes things don't have to necessarily literally change. What changes is the way you look at it. Right. And then all of a sudden, you feel better. Just right. like my morning. How I woke up this morning and I thought it was going to be negative. Yeah. And I said, no way. I'm looking at this a different way and I feel really good today. And, and that's not to say you can do that every single time but but leave yourself the opening to be able to do that the room the possibility anything is possible anything is possible so um we got to wind down a little bit um the self-aware parent part two is coming out Yes, i just saw the cover of my new book and i'm excited about it because it looks very similar to my first book Mm -hmm. um but it just has a few little added details and i'm really pumped about it and hopefully it'll be done in the next month or two and maybe it'll be done before father's day and it'll be a great father's day gift (sighs) but who knows we'll see we'll see how quickly it goes um and then we talked about our sponsor but avid company painting remodeling interior exterior all over chicagoland area 6309561800 avid is the best yep. call them in get a quote give them a call mentions end parenting and then lastly is my movie line and the movie line is i'm gonna find me two cocktail waitresses and pull me a fredo if you know what movie that's from uh, log on to our facebook and maybe you'll win a free book so with that this is todd adams saying goodbye and this is kathy adams have a great week have a good one adios Thank you.